1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard Where it might be international week But there are still some club issues on the go Leah Labada is reportedly stalling on a new Celtic deal And could be sold in the summer Ali McCoist believes Michael Beale has closed the gap Between Glasgow's Big Two And Dominic Hyam is called up to the Scotland squad for the first time As coach John Carver takes a pop at the training facilities at Orium I'm Gordon Duncan And joining me tonight you have Gordon DL and Mark Wilson I went away for a couple of days Gordon I thought it'd be a quiet week that I was leaving Yes, And then I wake up to all sorts of VAR controversy at the weekend What a weekend I've missed Plenty of action I'm sure lots of supporters will have their opinions still on it As we're only on Tuesday But we'll be looking ahead Big game for Scotland ahead Interested to see how we got on against Cyprus And then Spain to fall next week Cracking week ahead Yeah looking forward to it Mark's quite right in saying that he missed a, a, a very exciting weekend The one thing that we forget about is the football The quality of football The goals The quality of goals Obviously VR's taken over in the, the last couple of days With some decisions But um, we're looking forward to Scotland at Hamden on Saturday Gordon, 2 o'clock kick-off Let's get a good result 01419511025 That is the number you need So why not pick up the phone and put your point across to Mark Wilson Or Gordon DL We are here for you Like we said, it is International Week But we've still got a few days to go We're definitely in that period of International Week Where it's absolutely fine uh, To keep looking at some of the club stuff And then we'll intensify the Scotland build-up as the week Goes on In terms of the stories That are doing the rounds today I know you Celtic fans Might be interested In those reports uh, This morning About Leal Abada Reportedly stalling On a new Celtic deal um, And suggestions That the club Would then listen To offers for him In the summer What would you make Of that What was your reaction When you read that Or if you're just hearing it For the first time uh, What do you make of that How keen would you be To keep him as a player is it a case of take some good money while you can or if you've got some other view on it please do let us know 01419511025 we'll hear from some interesting characters Ali McCoist's been speaking for instance uh, talking about Michael Beale having closed uh, some of the gap between the big two in Glasgow and if you do want to look ahead to some Scotland stuff well what about Dominic Hyam we'll tell you all you need to know about him uh, the Blackburn defender called up for the first time and if anyone is interested in where Scotland do or do not train, uh, some very strong comments today from John Carver um, about the pitch at Orium. He said it was a health hazard, I believe, uh, and uh, surprised that no players had been injured there. So Scotland this week training at Lesser Hamden, 01419511025. So plenty on the go, Mark Wilson. Certainly is um, The first one you mentioned there, Abada I think the Celtic fans' ears will prick up at the, the sound of that Because he's one that I think the Celtic fans have taken to And I think quite rightly so He's he's came to this country, a young man And contributed a huge amount in 18 months And I'm, I'm pretty sure the Celtic fans, or the majority Would like to see him stay However, Ange Postacoglu does not hang about He made that perfectly clear um, not so long ago That they have to be agile In the transfer market And that's players going out And coming in And it showed with Jackie Marcus And Juranovic That fans favourites Will get sold And if a bad is the next one Along the line Then I'm afraid for a badder sake He might be looking elsewhere So 
Tricky situation But Once again Shows that's Postacoglu Is true to his word Yep maybe that's something You Celtic fans Would like to share Your thoughts on It's all well and good Hearing what Mark and Gordon Have to say But I'd like to know What you make of it as well So come on down 01419511025 You'll have had a busy day Because I know you're a man That doesn't You've got no hesitation in splashing your cash If you see something you like Price is no object to you Correct. You would never ask for a discount You would just go You would just no, no, throw, no. The, no, stop. throw stop. the money stop. out stop. there Stop, stop, stop Were you up nice and early Trying to get your hands On the new Scotland top That went on sale today oh, uh, Is it out the day? I was up there Yours for, the, yes. yours for £90, 90 pounds No less bu- 90 bucks 90 quid? Yeah, for you oh, That's lovely 100. though it's the best Scotland top I've ever seen in my life. XL's a hundred. However, <laughs> ninety quid. Extra stretch. Well, let's, uh, who, who can send us some for us to try it? See, I, I make without us paying ninety this quid. Is, this is only positive about being my age, Gordon. I don't think walking about with a Scotland trip on. I, would dis- shoot I me. disagree. I think this one's got a this one's bit, a bit of class about it. I don't shoot nah, the shots. Honestly, I think that's. I think this one's got a wee bit. Of, <laughs> I think this one's got a wee bit of class about it. I do like it. It's lovely, but at my tender age, it's just maybe for you younger generation, not for me. I genuinely tried to buy it, but it was sold out. So it was really? popular. Yeah, it was. It was very Someday, popular. Uh, I tried. If I know the SFA like I do, it'll, it'll oh, send no, us no, some. Oh no, 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 no! This is a, this is a high demand. Is high demand. Send us a no, couple. You can't get them for love nor money now. Well, you can just a lot. Yeah, of but surely they've got to bring more out, and you can go well, and buy. Get in the queue. That is the best strip. I did genuinely try, and it just I got that heartbreaking message out of stock. So yeah. Good. yeah. I mean, surely they must have foreseen how popular this was going to be, and just ordered loads of them. Surely <laughs> I so, don't know so, so the, Who's in charge of this at the <laughs> Get them on the phone Who's the kit man? Anyway I don't know how we got so <laughs> So distracted <laughs> Not a marketing company 01419511025 If you do have any thoughts on that I mean This, this show is a blank canvas It's up to you You could give us a call and, and let us know It's not necessarily the route I thought we would go down uh, But by all means It seems to have grabbed the attention Of um, Mark Wilson Gordon DL so you can indeed uh, get in touch and let I, us know I, I, I don't know if you'll know the answer but I take it they're wearing it in this yes this, uh, right first game Saturday then then they'll be wearing it against Spain no, I think it's three games in total right. it's getting worn um, and I oh, think and that's it it's, like, it's a mm, special limited edition isn't it special oh, it's charging 90 quid for it mm, don't get anything for cheap nowadays Mark you've got to pay full price Mm-hmm. By the way, I can actually people are now phoning about the Scotland strip. Are they well, how, they how kind of get hold of How did this happen? They might, they might be phoning to say, "Look, we've got you three It wasn't necessarily the topic I had in mind, but then I guess that is the beauty of the why of the uh, let, let the, them the through. Phone. Why not? Let's let's hear people slaughtering ninety quid. <laughs> <laughs> or it might or, or, or it might be worth it. You never know because I mean, obviously, it's popular enough and. If exactly. it's sold out It's sold out That would be some mm. people's view Think, on see, it See if, if, if it's your like birthday This week And I phoned up to get you that as a Hold gift on. Was his birthday last week? Yeah. I know he just missed out on that in the week ah, I would have got one this week <laughs> I would have But Anyway Right look it. Whatever you've got tonight 01419511025 Alan is in Greenock and Wants to talk about the Scotland trip There you go Alan take it away What's going on with the price lads? 90 quid for uh, an adult's top, 70 quid for the, the kid's top. I mean, you know, it's meant to be the working man's game, and what working man can afford that for their, their self and their kids, you know? They're, they're, pricing, they're pricing the fans out of the market mm. with that sort of price. What's the deal with the SFA? Are they... 
Are they is it a collaboration deal with JD Sports? Who's putting that price on such a on such a top? Is wow, a there's top? A, there's a question because I'm not an expert on anything, right? The commercial deals certainly not. What I would say, I think it's a safe bet to suggest that the SFA did not set that price. That would be my understanding of how these Surely things not. work. I mean, I'm with Alan. Uh, is it ninety quid? Just for the top Not the shorts I know we're joking Not the shorts you and the socks You got two of Hamden as well What are you struggling <laughs> Because I'm with Alan I've never known a, a football strip To be agree. £90 I agree But I did see it in a nice box I mean how much is that I box I think that's worth? even more I, I think so I don't know. I'll let you double check that This is outrageous um, uh, Alan's right Look all joking aside What man's game Or whatever way Alan painted it Football fans will want this It is beautiful they marketed it brilliantly where it was the slow release where we saw snapshots of the pictures and the badge up close and then the big reveal and everyone, oh, that's great, let's get it. Oh, hang on, it's 90 quid. There's no way I, uh, people can afford that. I mean, this is the thing, God. But I, but it. I don't think anyone needs an economics lesson from us, for goodness sake. That clearly sounds a lot. I I, I can't stand here on the fo- phone and, and say to Alan, that's not a lot Suck it up I mean for goodness sake Of course it's a lot of money mm-hmm. At any time Particularly now You know people keep mentioning that The financial climate That we live in To the people who Do set the price And like I said I don't believe It's the, the Scottish FA That set that price um, They may well Turn round this evening And say Well it's sold out Yeah So, there's a, so, there's so the, the old supply and demand argument mm-hmm. And I get Alan's I, I completely respect Alan's Rebuttal, you know, maybe that—that's not the point, and how many normal people priced out of it. That's sort of—I get that, but that may well be a predictable response. That if it sold out, then that you know that would answer it in one regard. Not hey, necessarily comfortable with that myself, but yeah, yeah uh, that doesn't give Alan any comfort. Obviously, um, I totally accept it. With Mark saying ninety pound, if you've got maybe a couple of kids here and you want to go along with <laughs> the game. That's a lot of money. That is a lot of money. Um, I feel for his supporters, but the argument, as you quite rightly said, Gordon, um, the, the the people that are marketing that are saying, well, there's there's a demand for it because you said you went to get one, Could couldn't get, get one. Yeah. You're prepared to uh, splash your 90 quid out. But uh, for, a, for a normal supporter they're going along there and try to get a couple of kids' ones as well, £70, pound, I think that's a bit heavy. Mm. I mean, Alan... Is it the type of thing that you would have? You, I mean, would you have bought it? Are you the type that does? Would that put you off completely? What, what was the thought process today? Oh, I was, I was desperate. It's a beautiful looking top. I just feel that ninety quid. You know what? I'm not having that. It's, it's not fair. Whether I can afford or not, I, I could probably afford it. I could get one. Yes, easily, comfortably. But it's not, it's not fair. I don't. I can't see the justification. Between that top and any other top, just be well. I'd be interested. What's the? It's been sold out. Yes, supply and demand. So how many did they release? Imagine how many more they'd sell if it was more reasonably priced. You know how much would the FA, SFA make off of having a more reasonably priced top than a limited edition, uh, prestigious or is it a class top? I mean, you know what is it? Are they just not interested in pandering to the the working class people? Yeah, and again, it's so difficult for us, I think, because I, I, I totally get that. It just seems a lot to me. Um, and Talon's question of, you know, well, how many more would they have sold? I, I just don't know. It's, it's such a hypothetical. Again, it comes back to clearly there are still, rightly or wrongly, um, a lot of people who, who were willing to buy it and couldn't get one. Yeah. Um, and 
as a, as a more general point I do feel like from the last time or, or in the last couple of years Football tops generally have rocketed But with this being a, a sort of what, a the, the anniversary, anniversary yeah. 150th anniversary top Gordon you're yeah, right about for that fo- football tops rocketing recently You know this is just the next level that you go to I'm pretty sure in a few years this will be the level for a lot of the club tops as well. They just creep up and creep up. I mean, imagine you are a, you are a dad or a mum, and you're buying it, and you get the kids one as well. And go along at the game at the weekend. I know. Yeah. What what what's the normal? I can't remember what I paid for my mother. <laughs> um, Don't watch us laugh. What's the normal price for a club jersey? Then? Yeah, I mean, I think you, you, forty you're, quid. No, I think you're into the fifties and sixties. Some now. places now, yeah. Right. Is that right? I think it depends. Yeah. So right, okay, and so ninety quid. It's a lot of money nowadays. I am so glad I'm old. I don't eat about wearing tops. I've still got my old woolly top, not the one I brought in. That'll do me. Keeps you warm. That's baggy, that's for sure. <laughs> um, I must admit, I didn't know this was a topic that was going to take off so much. And uh, But there we are. Thanks to Alan. What's Stephen and Coat Bridge got for us? Hi, how are you doing, guys? Good, good. How are you? Um, I was just talking about the strip as well. So the full strip for an adult is £150. So... Come on, see if you get you're buying it. I'm not saying every adult's going to buy the full strip, but say you've got two or three kids, you're, you're talking, you're, you're getting into crazy money there, three and four hundred quid. Do you know what I mean? Not a lot of people can afford that kind of money. It's, it's known. I don't think they've they've really thought this through, and I know it's a it's a very very nice strip. It's probably one of they've ever done, but that, it's just an astronomical price, and I don't agree. They've got to do something about that. I, I think so. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing that there won't be anything done about it now, Mark. Clearly, no, no, they, and, 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 well, and I can add the way these. If, if you're in that business, you're bound to be of the mindset. And again, I'm not saying that it's right, but you're bound to say we we produced X amount and it's sold out. Probably congratulating themselves, whoever it may be. Well, Stephen just said there along the lines. Yeah, I'm not sure. Have to know what what they were doing. They obviously, do these these marketing <laughs> execs know how good a strip, know how good a product that was. They knew how to release it, how to tease people into seeing it, and then they put a high price on it, knowing fine well that it's it's a one off, which is a shame because the amount of horror Scotland strips we've had through the years, I would like to see our national team playing in that. Every get together and it being cheaper for the the fans to enjoy it, but again the the supply and demand issue. Uh, it really is a shame because Stephen makes a point there about having a couple of kids and the full kit. Who in their right mind is paying a hundred and fifty quid for a full kit? Then you need to go and get boots and shinies. <laughs> yeah, you can't to pull the you can't, up. you can't get the full kit one fifty and walk about a, a pair of old boots. You need to get the full coppers mm. on. That, that's another cutty quid I would be wearing that Every day Out I'd be in here Everything Golf I'm wearing my shorts I mean, My Scotland tap And my Chinese on Without being too <laughs> flippant About what is a serious issue There's obviously There's a name for adults That wear the full kit Isn't there anyway Do you know what I mean Benidorm here I come um, <laughs> Stephen I don't know what, What's your experience Do you I think it says You're a Rangers fan Stephen do you buy Replica strips There already what, I mean It seems to be getting Sort of uh, very costly across the board. Granted, not quite as much as this. Yeah, well, I, I like the training tops more than the actual strips. I think the training tops are a lot nicer than the strips these days. So I, I go along those lines. But you're still talking. You're still 
like 45, 50 quid just for a training top. And then, I it's just adding up. It's going up and up every year, the prices. And they're just, it's, it's pricing people out of getting a full strip and getting kids full strips. And uh, it's not the best. Yeah, I, I wish I had more sort of words of comfort for, for people who feel that it's expensive because I don't necessarily disagree, Mark. How could you? I think to everyone. No, I, they, I think they, I've, I've, in fact, I've not. I've not really seen anyone you, I don't think you'll find anyone who says No it's not expensive I, I think everyone sort of agrees Some people just feel like it's worth taking the The hit Taking the, the hit the, the bullet, football, phrase The full football experience now for the, the regular fan Is is getting priced mm. in every every aspect Ticket prices going up Food prices at the game going up Travel included in that You've got your strip of your sport Our big club They often release three strips uh, and then if you've got kids who want the latest strip You're forting out for that Now this comes along You want your kid to support the national team Get behind them And you're, you're 90 mm. quid or 70 quid for a kid's one It it just doesn't add up um, And I feel sorry for the, the normal football fan these days I'd be, I'd be encouraging my kids if I was younger To be into badminton <laughs> There <laughs> you go Shuttle cock in a racket On you go I'm going to hire the coat Put that vest on <laughs> Don't give me any of your teeth yeah, Get paint, that on I'll paint GBR on that You'll be fine On you go darling <laughs> Thank you to Stephen It's 01419511025 If you've got something to shoot Did you get one? Did you try and get one? Was it sold out? Did you get your hands on one? Whatever I, I, I must admit This is why I love the show Because it's full of surprises I did not expect us To be Having a Top of the show Dominated By The price of a football strip But yeah, there we are You decide to if that's, that's what, if that's what you want to talk to us about We're here for you You are the voice of Scottish football Call 0141-951-1025 Clyde One Super Scoreboard Mark Wilson and Gordon DL are here It's 0141-951-1025 Or it's Twitter At Clyde SSB I bet you never thought the day you would hear Mark Wilson and Gordon DL banging on about supply and demand uh, and whether football strips were priced appropriately. But there you are. A v- very, very popular topic on the phones. It just kind of landed on us. And uh, I do always try it. If that's what you lot want to talk about, then let's do it. I can more than happy uh, with that. In terms of anything else that's out there, we'll hear from the Scotland camp a bit later on. Ali McCoist has been speaking about the perceived gap at the top of the table. Uh, there's a story in the newspapers this morning about Leela Bada um, perhaps stalling on a new Celtic contract and suggesting the club would be willing to listen to offers for him in the summer so what do you make of that 0141 951 1025 mm. be honest did you, did you two think that during that break someone would be in touch to offer you to the new commemorative top well before I'll, being the pundit I'll, I'll surely must be or will you pass it on to someone that needs? He's a, a man yeah, of the yeah. people. I'll put, would, I'll put it out there for the listeners. This is like a medium. It's not happened, by the way. Oh, I don't know. In case you, <laughs> <laughs> far in case, from it. Just in case the SFA Um Anyway, let's go back to the phones. Neil is on the line. How are you, Neil? Yeah, I'm all good. Thanks, all good. good um, stuff. What's on your mind tonight? I just from hearing the news segment. I, I, I doubt Gordon's heard it because he's always late in anyway. But the news segment beforehand. <laughs> <laughs> right. And then the, the, the price of Scotland top. Um, I just uh, it's unbelievable. How are parents, kids meant to enjoy a sport that everyone's meant to have access to and love? 
South Lanarkshire Council putting their prices up by 114%. Okay, that is ridiculous. When I used to pay to play football, it was £40 per month. If that went up 114%, I'd be spending £86, £90 a month. I couldn't afford that to to enjoy a sport that, that I absolutely love. It's a sport that's meant to be available to every single person regardless of how much money you've got, what ethnic you are, what gender you are, anything doesn't matter. It's a sport that's meant to be loved by everyone. And the prices that are coming out are, it's like we're just trying to stop people or milk as much as we can from everyone. And it's just, it's disgusting. Yeah, I mean, Mark, this is the thing. This is sort of bringing everything into sharp focus because it does feel... And by the way, without us straying too far into territory that's certainly not really for, for Clyde One Super Scoreboard, that it's called cost of living crisis for you know a reason. We're just talking about everything here, and then that's having its knock on effect. Yeah. Um, but then I'm sure there are, there are um, examples of, of things that, that we could do better to try and then help people that, that need it. And, and Neil's right. If you've been listening to Clyde News throughout the day, um, a lot been done on on the South Lanarkshire leisure. Um, story talking about well, you know, having a, a four million budget gap, and then it's, it's it's parents like like Neil and other people, you know, clubs that are being uh, hit. Talk about you know two hour slots going from twenty pounds to fifty four uh, for for young kids. Um, I think we've been hearing from a, a karate club even, you know, that's been on the go since two thousand and eight, talking about losing two of their venues because of the cuts. So not you know not not just football, talking about. Um, Sort of leisure facilities in general There's a whole list of them all across South Lanarkshire There's petitions on the go I think nearly 7,000 signatures on one um, Calling on the protection of children's football and You know, echoing some of what Neil says Talking about the significant role that grassroots football plays In well-being, mental health, citizenship Social skills of young children and so on And um, you might... I guess see some of this you you obviously deal with it through, yeah, well, through, Gordon, through, the, yeah. through the charity um, AR26 that you work for yeah well versed it Gordon and Andy Robertson obviously recognised this during lockdown and that's why he set up AR26 to give back to the children who basically don't have the accessibility to football and because costs are rising or for whatever reason they, they, they can't get involved in it but I see the picture of the cost rising that Neil's going on about. I see what it costs to hire a pitch for a certain time. I see what it costs kids to join paid football clubs and how they are now just dropping out because it's basically a choice for parents. Food, heating, or send their kids to the club. So, AR26, that's what we are there to facilitate. So, the, the football strips come further down the line. We want football to be as accessible and enjoyable for everybody. And part of that... Getting back to the football strip It's kids Having You know Replicating their heroes By wearing the strips Now <laughs> If they can't get anywhere near Affording that Then Where does it put football in Scotland? Is it only for the The middle to To upper class To be enjoyed uh, To To be able to afford it To be able to look like Their, their heroes with their strips on That's a sad mm. state of affairs It should be for Everybody in we're far, far away from that. I'd, I'd be a bit more concerned, not about, you know, I totally understand you want the best boots, you want the best strips. My um, understanding listening to this is we might lose kids because the pressure on parents to pay the money to even get their kids to, 
you know, boys clubs to training and pitches and you see there Neil talking about the increase to higher pitches as Mark quite rightly knows he deals with day in, day out. You know, it's such a burden, no, a burden, a pressure on families now, especially parents, because you know what like is, as a young kid, all you want to do is play football and if you're getting deprived of that, you're wondering why and the cost of living now is killing people and it's unfortunately... It's affecting every sport, not just football. You said there about karate as well. So we've got to look at every sport in Scotland just now. People are suffering and, and we need to try and find a way for them. Who thought you two would take on such a serious tone on, on the show? Bring it on. We're now all so, subjects. Uh, all subjects. There is a lot feeding into this. It did start with the strip, Neil, didn't it? It was out today. What did you make of that? I mean, do you like it? Would you have bought it? Does the price put you off? Like, what, what, what's your feeling specifically on that? <laughs> to, to be fair, I'm sitting here driving down the road in my, my Rangers top. I'm driving down to Bolton. I've got my Rangers top on, and that cost me £65 at the start of the season. And even then, I was like to, to my missus at the time, this is disgusting. Like like Matt said, when you're younger, you love nothing more than pulling on the top that you su- of the, the team that you supported and carried on that you were your favourite player and running around after scoring a goal and celebrating, doing the cleansman down the down the grassy hill you just you, that was it was love that's just what it was and to charge £90 for a limited edition t-shirt it's, it's just beyond me I just I don't, I don't even understand even when it went up to £65 for your ranger stop and it's like it's a lot of money uh, and I actually stopped buying the ranger stops for a while when they were in uh, a sports shop that Rangers weren't very friendly with. Um, so I, I boycotted them for a while and going back to buy my new Rangers top and I went, ah, the price is too much. It's just, it's, it's, I can afford to pay it. I just think it's ridiculous that they're asking for that because the markup they're probably making is, is, is phenomenal. And it's just, the kids just want to be like, they're heroes. They want to wear this, the strip of the club that, 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 that the, um, the, the absolute love and the, the pricing them out of it uh, don't do the Klingsman in a 90 quid Scotland strip that would be my <laughs> advice to you um, but uh, I, I do get yeah. Neil's obviously making a more serious point and it's like funny this and it shows you the, the depth of feeling on it because I, I, I keep repeating it I'm genuinely surprised um, that you know, so so many people are actually getting in touch to, to sort of share their, their feelings on it um, and I know a lot of people did did go out and buy it today and uh, well done if you got your hands on one but um, yeah but it's a fine it's just a tip it's a fine point of what football is becoming Neil mm-hmm. makes a good point about the, the cost of the pitches and stuff but the football strips yeah. rising and rising these these feel a bit separate right I get why I get why people feel like it's this big avalanche that's coming towards them I do get that but these these do feel a bit separate in the sense that you, if you walk into the shop that's selling your strip, take a look at the price of the trainers that are across from the strip. Do you know what I mean by that? Yeah. That, that that feels that feels different to making sure that f- actual facilities are accessible and affordable for people. I'm not saying it makes it all right or whatever. And I, I get it. I repeat it for the tenth time. It feels like a lot of money to me for a football strip. But th- those feel like separate, slightly separate things. There are, but I get what you're saying. It's still all under the banner of football that we want our kids to to have similar mm. upbringings to probably we did. I mean, football tops when I was younger were still expensive. However, they were achievable for my family who were working class. Now, I'm not sure that's the, that's the case for a lot of families. 
Um, and the Scotland one is just, as I said before, is taking it to the next level. Now, I don't know who's to blame for it, but they obviously had a market. They targeted a certain market that they've succeeded in that. But I tell you what, it's excluded much more people than it succeeded with. So I think that's a problem. When we want our kids to support and get behind our national team, when we've created a product that is so... You know, mm. above anything else that we've created, make it accessible for everybody, and it's not there. Yeah, again, it feels like that's a complicated procedure because you know, when you talk about we or who's, you know, or who is who's who going to set that price it? or whatever. Yeah. You, you I, d- know, I you, don't know. You're actually, in, I'm not too sure. You've got you've obviously got people that make the strips, you've got people that sell the strips, and then you've got the fact that yeah, it's got a Scotland badge on it, and I, and I get that, and that's why everyone's having their say. But um, some our listeners will know who's who's what? to blame. But I said, I don't know if it's a blame. blame game. What I'm saying is, like, you know, I said to you earlier, I don't think it's you see a lot of this on social media, like, you know, sort of lashing out, which is fine because I get it, but you know, I don't believe the Scottish FA don't set the price of the strips. No, that, that's what I mean. I don't um, think they, they are to blame. It's whoever's who, who's storing it, who's, who's supplying it. Well, you know what shops you can get them into. Yeah. I mean, but again, well, I, don't, I don't want you're, to. You're very subtle there. You're no, trying to work your way around this thing. I, 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 I want to know where you get it from. Right next I'll to the shop online. down here. <laughs> next door. <laughs> They're good trainers. Here's the thing. I mean, where's the tweet? Neil Fraser says, Move over, Kieran Maguire. Your time as the go to football finance expert is over. <laughs> DL and Wilson have arrived. <laughs> <laughs> I'm wearing a suit next week. Oh, and your shirt and tie. Anyway. There we go. Um, she was disappointed people care about it. Very oh, much. And by the amazing. way, the calls are the calls are still going. Don't get me wrong. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. I can see some of you calling about Leela Bada as well, and that story um, about his contractual situation. So we can talk about that next. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. This is Scottish football's league leader, Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Gordon DL and Mark Wilson are here It's 01419511025 It's Twitter At Clyde SSB As well I mean fair play right to all the people Because I, this is where I'm I'm sort of Really question. I'm, I'm meeting broadcasting challenges tonight That I never knew existed Six years on this show And I've never had to wrestle with Like whether I'm allowed To read out all the people That are telling you where You can actually get the top That mm. maybe will cost you a bit less And question oh. marks as to whether It's the real deal or not I, 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 was, I was looking at that it sounds, like, it sounds like a world I don't want to go into mm. Live to the nation <laughs> I've got good lawyers I mean of, so. all, of all the challenges That have Cropped up on this show I I, I don't want to get sacked over mm. Promoting fake football strips Do you know what I mean That that just sounds like a terrible way to go Remember, remember them You used to get one of them back for holiday <laughs> You're devastated <laughs> The name in the back was like in a, a rectangular box That's what Well I remember like. going to uh, I get a Romario one I was devastated I loved them oh, uh, Honestly I went oh. to Italy when I was 10 And remember coming back with a Fiorentina one Remember that With oh. Mijatovic on the Mijatovic, number eight It's quite niche isn't it Did you? Aye, and, that is uh, niche What was the other one? Just two random Italian teams I think Juve or something the other one. I, I, I got My mum and dad went away with it This one time Came back with a Brazil one In the 94 I'd, either I'd leave the, My, my well. pal My pal had the Top of the range Brazil top Beauty I says I want that And they handed me this 74 World Cup they had the Romario one No oh, the 94 one It was oh, beautiful But they handed me this fake Romario one I was embarrassed See wearing it 
and my I mates standing there with the glistening yellow. I think that was my yellow. thing because you used to have, not. You used play, to, black used, and white football. You used to have a strip and you have to put, pay for the letters and all that. Oh, we still have I'd have O. Celtic <laughs> And you'd uh, you leave you the H Just put O there We'll know who We'll know who it is uh, Anyway 01419511025 Another story doing the rounds today It's not just the price of a, a Scotland strip Believe it or not um, Story in the papers this morning um, That Leela Bada Is reportedly attracting interest from Southampton But this is in the back of um, Stalling on a new Celtic contract It was in the Daily Mail First of all I think most people will know Paid around three and a half million For a badder um, And suggestions that they would now Because of the contractual situation Just listen to offers in the summer and Fees of about ten million pounds Get mentioned But you never do uh, Really know Let's bring in Jim Who's a Celtic fan What, what do you make of that Jim? Um, uh, good evening Gordon Mark and Gordon uh, I'd just like to I'd, I'd, I'd like to commend Foster Coglu, the Celtic board, everything like that, because we had with Juranovic and Jakimakis. If people are dwelling on contracts and they're not happy, send them on. The man's, the man's cracked it. He keeps bringing in new people to replace them. And if they're not happy, wish them all the best, being a great player, as, as the other two I mentioned have been. And just, yeah, take the money. Let's move forward and Ange we trust. That's the thing, Mark. I have a tiny bit of sympathy because obviously fans are much more important in, in these discussions. But I've got a tiny bit of sympathy at times for players because it can sometimes bring up this impression that Leila Bada's unhappy as such, or you know, he's like moping around the place. He might be, but I've, I've absolutely no idea. But it, to me, it seems like there's a there's a, a big gap between you know being unhappy and being desperate to move, and quite simply. Not wanting to sign a new long-term contract and, and maybe seeing if someone will buy you in the in the summer. Yeah, that, I think that's fine. I don't think there's anything wrong with that, especially when I think you've done your bit for the club, like a badder has. He's been here um, about eighteen months, is it? Approaching a hundred games, scored plenty of goals in that time, so a, a huge contribution. And if Celtic do manage to get ten million for him for a player that they bought for three and a half, round about that, then. It's good business all round. They should go with the best wishes. But in in Ange Postecoglou, Celtic have got a manager now. It's almost harking back to the old managers, mm. where the, those guys dictated to the players what the ceiling was, what they were prepared to offer, and if not, then on you go. It went many many years where players were the driving force with contracts and would have clubs over a barrel and I'm not signing. I'll walk away when my deal's done for nothing, and clubs feared that, so they would give them. Long term deals Still happens of course Long term deals On big amounts of money And they don't produce And they kind of get rid of them Postacoglu seems to be Shaping that a different way and To be fair Gordon This is a, Again this is a bit different Because if he does leave In the summer He's still got Over three years left On his Celtic deal So The, the negotiating position Is not Weak Necessarily I think there were quotes From the um, Was it his previous club um, Sort of chief there Talking about I believe he'll be sold in the summer There were talks in the last window But he didn't want to be sold They offered They Celtic offered him a contract extension I know he didn't agree Because he wants to be sold So This sort of third party's airing Celtic mm. and Abada's um, Negotiations If they are if, if that's an accurate You know Representation of what's going on Yeah we'll need to wait and see What develops through this story Gordon um, I'm sure Abada is quite happy at Celtic I think he would probably want 
like every other player more game time as in starting uh, the big games because when it comes to the big games for Postacoglu he's front three usually Maeda, Jota and Kyogo um, but Abada as Mark quite rightly pointed out has played such an important role in Celtic's success under Ange Postacoglu terrific young player will only get better um, but we all know if English clubs come call, calling and the money's there the wages and whatever every player's entitled to sit down and listen to what they have to say and Abada's no different for me mm. I think those comments Jim that Ange Postacoglu made at the AGM it's like you, you keep we keep coming back to them because they're, they're ringing true he said you know be, words to the effect of be prepared to see some of your favourites leave next window rolls around Juranovic gone Giacomacca is gone but fine no fuss Alistair Johnson all come in and it just goes quickly and it, it regenerates quickly is that the way you sort of expect this to go on? Yeah that's, you've hit the nail on the head I just think he's he's Fantastic. The way they're running things at the minute is just so different to 18 months ago where it felt, I'm not saying it was right, but it felt as if we were held over a barrel with Edward, uh, you know, players like players like that who just dragged on and dragged on. And it may not be a badder, it might be his agents and things like that. And if it's not a badder, he could come out and just say, no, I'm happy to stay. And you know what are you offering? I'm happy to stay. I'm sure Celtic won't offer him less than what he's on now. Uh, I just, I just think they're running it, they're running it really well. And I said I wish him all the best if it's true. Uh, and if it's not true, then come out and say it. Just say you're happy. You're happy with what you got, three year deal. And then we'll have a look in a couple of years' time if that's the case. Instead of letting the the contracts uh, run down. And I'm not mentioning anything, but. When you when you let contracts run down, you're in a mess. Yeah, I mean, Mark, we we did mention that when when Ange Postecoglou said it, it just was a bit different. I just never really heard a manager say it in in such sort of clear or, or honest terms. Because usually we are we associate continuity with being a good thing. You know, you know, try and keep the players, try and build, try and allow them to. To sort of grow with you But Ange Postacoglu that day Just making it clear that he, The way he felt that Celtic could Continue to improve Was actually to be I think the word you used was agile I've never really heard of that in transfer terms Me neither yeah. to, just, to just be quick Be decisive Do it And if that's the case Fine um, The interesting thing about that day was that Seeing if he would back it up And you rightly said there First window comes around He backs it up With two big players you know, two international players who served the club incredibly well in a short space of time became favourites. There you go, there's the door, we'll take the money, thank you and we'll move on. So it goes to show you that no player is immune from that. And Abada, one so young, certainly isn't. But uh, Jim's right, and Daz is right. Abada might be happy, Abada might just be sitting there thinking, well, what's going on here? I'm, I'm, I'm happy, I'm happy to see things mm-hmm. for a couple of years. However, if Celtic's got a trading model that they want to move players on sometimes doesn't he mm-hmm. become the player's choice sometimes things didn't, didn't, can get difficult didn't Juranovic make some comments recently having left Celtic they're not doing an interview well he says it wasn't made feel welcome enough or something like, or wanted enough should I say yeah. um, so Celtic clearly didn't stand still with him they, they understood that they might be 
thoughts are going elsewhere and Celtic move quickly I think, okay, to cash in and they'll just get someone else we'll get somebody else mm. might be the same with Abad but, but what you're not taking into consideration as well Abad is young, a young lad right he's he's making his way into the game he's a terrific talent he obviously gets advisors beside him as well who's obviously sitting down discussing with him I agree I like the way football management's done with Poster Coglu look if you want to stay great if you don't I'll shake your hand I'll go and replace you but for a player he should have the same rights mm. to say I'll see out my contract I'm here to play I'll give you my like best like we say it's not like we're talking on. about running down a last year no. we're, not, we're nowhere near that um, thank you to Jim what about Alan who's a Celtic fan what's your take on this Alan? Um, well I've uh, I've seen this well looked at this sort of situation for for quite some time and I don't think Abada would be restless because of money he's a young lad come over from Israel you'll be earning a lot more than what he was earning at home but he's not playing enough he's not starting enough and I see the whole situation as a problem with the manager and I hope to God the manager's not listening because I'd hate to say anything that would upset Ange Postacoglu <laughs> but um, the the persistence in playing Dyson Maeda on the left is pushing Jota his preferred position is on the left, onto the right. It's keeping Haksabanovic on the bench because Jota's playing on the right. That's keeping Abada on the bench. Now, for me, that would be fair enough if Dyson Maeda was the better out of the four players. But I think he's the least capable out of the four players. Um, I think he lacks even the basics to, to, to be a... a, a, a more than a, a, a good football player. In the, the League Cup final against Rangers, he ran the ball out of play on three occasions because he was unable to control the ball before Greg Taylor actually got the first cross of the game in down the left-hand side, which was Maeda's job, but it took Greg Taylor to get that ball in. And even when the ball came in, Maeda miskicked it before Kyogo put it in the back of the net. So that's on four occasions when I'm feeling that game there that even the most basic of football skills, he's not been able to, to to control the ball. Yeah, well, it's an interesting one, Gordon. What do you what do you make of him as a player? Quite simply, if, that, if that's how we we should start a lot of these discussions. Um, I take on board what Alan was saying. Sometimes you see him, but you can flip that and say, well, what about the time at Easter Road when he picks the ball up, cuts inside and he buries one in the top bin? Um, he's certainly got a lot of talent. He's got bags of pace. He works his socks off for the team. Um, I know what Alan's saying about, because you, I'm, I'm, Haksabanovic, I think, brings so much. Now, you can go back to Tynecastle where everybody says, I oh, didn't play particularly well. He got an opportunity. But the boy had been starved of football. He's come on, he scored a couple of crackers for Celtic uh, in recent weeks. You've got, uh, obviously, Abada there. He's got a lot of riches there mm. to pick from. But Ange Postacoglu seems to go with Maeda, Jota and Kyogo. And let's be honest, it's not failed him. Yeah, and I mean, Mark... He has played Now I take Alan's point Whether there are as many starts In this as, as he would like I don't know Only Leal Abada could answer that 41 appearances for Celtic This season This is Maeda uh, Abada sorry. Abada right. And we're only you know, 21st of March 41 yeah. appearances um, I, I get, Like I say We'll never know how Unhappy And I put that in quotation marks Which you can't see on radio It doesn't really work Because 
This doesn't necessarily mean That Abad is distraught He's unhappy He's desperate to leave If anything You could spin it the other way And say well Do you know what He feels that He's actually done quite well at Celtic He feels like he could get a good move He's not going to extend his contract And then Celtic will Listen to bids for him in the summer Where there's a A few years left Yeah, yeah I, I, Listen I think he will be happy But I'm with that As any player Especially attacking players at Celtic Want to start games I, I get that Ange Postacoglu's model It works That That comes to 60 minute mark You've got this half hour Where He'll unleash another three attackers And You know They get to run amok Against a tired defence Some players might like that I think the majority of players Would rather start the game And come off at 60 minutes And that's the only bit that's missing For a badder um, And the points that Alan was making I'm pretty sure it's not lost in a badder I don't think it'll be causing any trouble But if he's being honest And he's sitting on the bench and watching some performances for the people who are in front of him, like Maeda, sometimes looks a bit rougher in the edges. I'll, I'll, I'll give him that. Then, of course, he'll be frustrated. But in terms of Postacolo picking the wrong team and picking Maeda constantly, Daz made it right. 93 goals, doesn't he lie? That tells a story, it's often the right. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Alan. Right it's choice. that time of the night already. Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun. For the best football news and opinion online, the scottishsun.co.uk slash football. That was a quick first hour, by the way. Was. Yeah, really enjoyed that. Question one on Beat the Pundit is what size Scotland top would Gordon DL Medium. be if you were to buy it? Um, so you can get Googling that before <laughs> the news. It's 01419511025. And if you want to play Beat the Pundit tonight, a very popular night for some reason, you need to get your call in before seven o'clock. Mark Wilson and Gordon DL are here I've never, ever been so glad To have the news come to an end And get back to the show Because with five seconds left Just as it was saying super scoreboard Gordon DL leaned over to Mark Wilson And asked what manscaping was And I'm just glad I didn't need to hang around To hear the answer So uh, I don't need a strummer for you <laughs> <laughs> Well we just move on Before you get yourselves in any head strummer in any, in any bother Beat the pundit with the Scottish Sun For the best football news and opinion online Thescottishsun.co.uk Slash football <laughs> that not made its way to men of your generation, no? Is that, uh, you too old school for that? Invited me, I, I, I thought it was gardening. No, I did you to what? I didn't. I thought I'd go with a hoe. What do you mean invited? <laughs> I, well, he says to me, uh, "Can you come to the office? <laughs> what for a for a haircut? <laughs> what are you about? <laughs> I don't know. He's made that. <laughs> don't tell lies. I, I definitely didn't it, say it, that. He's going to do it. He's I don't know who's doing it No I've no ah, idea I'd, I'm not doing it I get caught up in the middle of the You, you come on too early We'll get to it the next I'll be, I'll be able to arrange a, a manscaping session for you but I didn't at once say I would do it He mentioned a barber haircut And then obviously Is it some sort of charity a Charity I, I didn't know really they did that for charity uh, To be, no, to be no, honest no, it, What do I need to wear? It's a good company Good co- <laughs> New Scotland shorts <laughs> New Scotland shorts I've heard they're very baggy I need that So you'll be top. fine So I can wear you go Anyway 0141 951 1025 Twitter is at Clyde SSB um, A lot of calls about the new Scotland strip Would you believe And the pricing of it And that sort of thing 
Um, then we moved on to Liela Bada Stories about him potentially being sold in the summer If he doesn't want to sign a new long-term extension So if you've any thoughts on those topics Feel free Always good to keep them going and, and get a bit of balance That's absolutely fine If you want to move it on, you can do Let's talk something else What would you fancy? Um, some interesting comments from the Scotland camp today About them moving training venue um, Some strong words about the previous venue Orium uh, Coach John Carver um, with some very strong comments on that We've got a new name If you like in the setup Dominic Hyam uh, Of Blackburn Has been called up to bolster The defensive options I'll get you the Inside track on him From an expert very soon <laughs> Don't worry It's not Gordon Diel Or Mark Wilson But let's play Beat the Pundit first With Sean and Paisley How's it going Sean? Alright Gordon mate How's it going? Not bad Sean Have you ever played before? Uh, no I've not Who is Who would you rather play With these two? Uh, Mark My big Celtic fan Oh there you are At least somebody Sean to Thank you Sean wants Thank you to play Mark See just on that right That's something I want to, I'm Sorry to keep Sean hanging Because I know that we're um, Going to move on to beat the pundit But I couldn't help but think of you today When I noticed um, Of all the other names That are getting called up To play in this Celtic Liverpool Legends game mm. You are Honestly You I mean, yeah, at the start, names. At the start I got it right. Shadowy. With no, with no disrespect <laughs> to these people, right? No, di- mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sorry to offend if you're yeah. listening. Niall McGinn. Yeah. Is he in, is good it? player. Lee uh, Naylor. Oh, no, Lee Naylor's a top player. I'm not saying yeah. he wasn't a good player, but I'm talking about like, where is your invite? What is? What does this say about the esteem? Mm. Must have lost my dress when I moved to Niall McGinn. I mean, I know you play in a different position. Uh, they must have just. I if, think they've got a pretty good right back in there already. Have they? they forgotten about? I think they got Lustig, Lustig in there, didn't they? You could but sit you on the bench. bench. Huh? I think it's you know maybe, how to do that maybe because you're nah. good at that. <laughs> because the worst of I'm actually expecting that tonight. Can you make it? But I, a, sub. I asked him about this a couple of weeks ago, and I th- or was it someone said I think they're trying to pick some of the younger players. You know, I think that's what it is. Then I saw Ramon Vega had been called up as well, and I thought, Hold on a minute, you're getting, is Vega playing? You're getting hard up by here. That's outrageous. Where, where is it? Game Anfield. That's it, it's Anfield, oh, so it's not that, public mate. park or. You need to get that one. How do you need to get it? Samora? Is it no? I'll take you down. Anyway. I'll take you down then. Actually, I, I was at, a, I was at, a, sadly, I was at a funeral today, and I was speaking Thanks to John Clark. Right, okay. And uh, oh, John Clark even said she to me. Playing? He said, Yo, you, you playing the game the one I said, no, Clarky. I didn't um, get a call. <laughs> anyway, I'm the point sweeper. The point I was making is is that Sean at least remembers the Celtic connection. And that's why he wants to play at Beat the Pundit. Does that right, make you feel better? Right. I'll do hugely. Thanks, Sean. Mm. Right, heads it will be Mark Wilson, Tails, it's Gordon DL. And there you are, he got his wish. It's heads. So Mark Good luck, Sean. Sean. Good luck, mate. Right, I'm gonna give Mark some play too to listen to. So that he can't hear what's Going on 30 seconds on the clock Sean Just answer as many as you can And you're, you're fine to pass And move on if you want Okay There you go Right let's do it 30 seconds starts now Name either player Who was added to the Scotland squad today Anthony Ralston Name any player in the Scottish Premiership Who was sent off at the weekend uh, uh, Yep Nearly Quick <laughs> Ben Davies joined Rangers From which team? Who did Celtic beat in the Scottish Cup quarter final? Uh, what top flight teams get the lowest goal difference this season? Dundee United. Who scored a hat trick in this year's World Cup final? Mate, mate, Mbappe. 
Okay, let's bring Mark Wilson back. Mark, can you hear us? Yeah. One wins it. Gordon DL, can you do as a Sean Norte a, dis- a service? Can you go and put that sizable head of yours in front of the league table? Yeah. You're going to stand on your tiptoes though. You're not blocking that can out. You see that? Yeah. Anyway, you ready, Mark? Where are just a study <laughs> now? <laughs> table. Uh, you ready? Okay. Yes. Same set of questions. Okay. Let's do it. Name either player added to the Scotland squad today. Ralston. Name any player in the Scottish Premiership who was sent off at the weekend. Oh, Ewan. Ben Davies joined Rangers from which team? Oh, 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 Preston. Who did Celtic beat in the Scottish Cup quarter final? Which top flight team currently has the lowest goal difference this season? Uh, it's got to be Hearts. Who scored a hat trick in this year's World Cup final? Oh, Mbappe. What do you think, Sean? Tight, very tight there. Oh, I hate when they say that. Do you know what I didn't like, Gordon? I did not like your assessment. You said to Mark before that started that a one would win it. Did you not listen to Sean? I was only waiting. Come on. Exactly. Sean. Sorry, Sean. Name either player who was added to the squad today Anthony Ralston or Dominic Hyam. You both got it. Name any player sent off at the weekend. Slattery. Slattery or Yuan. Both got it. Good. Pretty Sean. simple stuff for ben, me and Sean here. Yeah, Ben Davies joined from Liverpool. Liverpool. Was he on loan at Preston? He was at Preston before, before that. that. Yeah. I see. Um, Sean, how Sean did with that? Sean got, got it. it. Ah, well done, Sean. He's good. He also, I mean, <laughs> he also <laughs> remembered last week that Celtic beat Hearts. You know, oh um, no, I was confused. So he's two up. The <sighs> lowest goal difference is Kilmarnock. None of you got it. Oh. And Mbappe got a World Cup hat trick, and you both got it. Sean wins by well two. Well done, done to you, Sean. Sean. That's for that old fun goal, Mark. <laughs> Sean, do you want to trade the win for Sean, I like Sean's Sean style Do you realise you just lost at Beat the Pundit To the most laid back man in Glasgow in the he, West He's in his bed Just lying Sean, <laughs> Sean does anything get you excited? That's for Norton Sasa Fast Start to wonder if it's more than just being laid uh, back Quite frankly You at um, the Snoop Dogg concert last week by <laughs> Don't answer that Sean Don't answer it Anyway well done The ball is on its way <laughs> What a guy He's <laughs> Oh I tell you what He was good Why is I? He just took his time and better than you That's for sure Well yeah. I don't hear the answers But I think I, Sean I, takes I his, time his time Doing most things <laughs> um, back, Sean. I'm glad I, I I made him happy that back. That was bad for you. Mm. That was a uh, bad performance. But I couldn't have lost to a better guy. I think you'll enjoy that more. Was a good game. Yeah, five three. Yeah. Five. Sean knew stuff. You certainly did. did. Yep, yep. I can't believe good. that Hearts one. <sighs> that that was good. the round before. I can't was believe it? Liverpool, Ben Davis. I was trying to be too smart there. I, I thought Preston. he was. Aye. Did they go back to Preston on loan from Liverpool? Yeah, I think he did. No, I think he did. So technically, I would be right, but still. Um, be, we Sean yeah, go I don't to. Know about that. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't he get to me? I think he just lured me. Didn't he? His level. I got too yeah. relaxed. Uh, anyway, oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. Let me just check if we had an invite for you to play the Legends game. Yet yeah, no. Wait, who no, else is on that list? Not. Actually, I don't even. I mean, can't it be mixed? Uh, by the way, many ex players. Well, there's a lot, still of these, a lot of these guys are good players. I just thought it was really I humorous could. about the the age thing. Because whoever mm. told you or whoever told me that they were gonna, um, were just trying to get some of the youngsters involved. Uh, uh, the well, thing was, I, I played in the Masters in the summer, well, and if, I was, I was maybe probably the, I was probably the standout player. Scored. Uh, no, maybe you didn't few. do enough that. Maybe that's what's got you kicked out. Flood's on it as well. 
He's playing <laughs> well, of what's playing? 01419511025 or Twitter at Clyde SSB. Let's bring in John, who's on the line. How are you, John? Not bad, mate. It's a bit of bad. If he's getting off for 10 million, I'd bite, I'd bite on half you for 10 million. I've been watching a boy for about 18 months now, uh, two years. See, his first touch, his first touch is atrocious. His first touch is atrocious. His crossing is even worse. It's as if you can't get any, you can't get any at first 11 in the Celtic team. Now, they're going to get uh, 10 million. As I say, you see that one, I say, I was on Saturday, I was going to see if I wanted him in the Rangers game, and I thought he'd get through, and that goal, and he'd have stumbled, and it was nothing each, and he could have bust the net, uh, and he missed that. As I say, he's... You can't get a game show. If they're going to go off for 10 million for a guy, you can't get a foot to start at 11. That would put you on off you. Wow, I must admit, John, I was under the impression. I thought I just thought all Celtic fans really liked him and realised that he was, you know, what is he, 21? Um, still, in fact, yeah, yeah, he's 21, not 22 till October. He's scored a lot of important goals. He's, he's done well, has he not? I mean, he's only going, he's like, he's like James Forrest, my company. He's, he's, he's great for uh, one game. And he's rotting for the next six. I watched him for about 18 months. He's crossing. His crossing's atrocious. His first touch is atrocious. All right, he scored a few uh, important goals, but as I say, they've gone for 10 million for a 21 year old that can't get into Angie's starting 11. That's a steal. I, I, I mean, I guess, look, technically, I won't split hairs with John. I get it because a lot of people feel that if there was a sort of must win game, a cup final or whatever, Maeda would, would possibly get the nod. But would we use the phrase you know like you know can't get in the team or do you see what I mean? I know that John's technically right, but to repeat it, he's got forty-one appearances. Mm-hmm. He has started big games for Celtic. He's scored big goals against Rangers, notably, and you know some sort of um, memorable ones on the the way to the title last season. Has John not been a bit harsh? It's incredible that we've had two Celtic supporters on one having a go at Maeda, one having a go at Abada. It's opinions. I can see I can see John's point of view at times because Abada does come on or he starts a game and he frustrates you a little bit. But he's a young lad that's got bags and bags of talent. For me, he's only going to get better, Gordon. Now, I'm not going to put the price tag of the 10 million. That's reported out there. Where I will agree with John is... If somebody offered me 10 million for him and I was in a situation where I could either keep him or sell him, I would certainly be John, I would take the 10 million, of course I would. But I just think he's got bags of what we'll call it potential. I think he's got everything in his locker. Does he have his off days? Of course he does. Does he have um, days where you think, you know, he's absolutely terrific? He's scored the goals in the big games, he's come on to games and changed games, he's played through the middle. I just think he's got a lot to offer, but I cannot look. Every player's inconsistent. There's no a lot of like say Cal McGregor's out there that you get the same performance probably week in week out, especially in the forward areas, especially mm. in the, the wide areas as well. But I think Abadis get very very good talent. I'm not saying it. All everything simply has to be about numbers, Mark, and you can't bring anything else into the equation. But it just feels like to to ignore the. The contribution of goals and assists and, and talk about touch and cross it just seems a bit unfair maybe on a young Certainly player is. I think it is I think John has been unfair um, I don't think Abada has created the story in any way that he wants to go that's my opinion on, on the player himself I think what he's contributed to Ange Postacoglu's team his style the way he just gets home with his business he doesn't sulk you don't hear any stories about him off the pitch I think he's served the club brilliantly. Now, look, 
Could his touch be better? I probably could. Um, could his crossing be better? Yeah, I would say so. But then he probably wouldn't be at Celtic. <laughs> you know what I mean? You get a winger whose touch is immaculate, whose crossing's unbelievable, and can add he scores goals. double figures every season. He's playing for Real Madrid. He's playing for Barcelona. He hasn't playing for Celtic, whether Celtic fans like to hear that or not. That's just mm. the food chain of football. John, so he will improve. John, uh, you think Abada, um, you think Maeda's better than Abada? I would say so, but I've already seen four or five guys playing Celtic. Edward, is it Edward? It was Crystal Palace boy. Yes. Uh, Christie, uh, Aya. Many of done nothing in England. Many of done nothing. They've been doing there, we get mega money for them, and not one of them has kicked the ball. Not, I've not heard about any of them playing Celtic to get down there. I mean, again, in terms of not kicked a ball, I, I think Christopher Ayer's had most of this season injured, I think, yeah. hasn't he? Um, Again, yeah, Odson Edward did fall out of favour there under Patrick Vieira, and I'm sure doesn't have the goals return he'd want. But I don't know if he's not kicked the ball. It's nah, probably a bit of a again, stretch. I don't, I don't really know how that. I don't really know what what link that has to Bada anyway. But to answer the point, yeah, you're right. I, I don't know what relevance uh, it does have. Maybe making the point that if you leave Celtic, the grass isn't always greener. But you need, you need to understand that going to a much more difficult week coming up against top opponents every single week. So. The return in the forward areas isn't going to be what it was. Um, Edward and Christie and Ayer could probably argue when they did play that they they played they've been playing fine. Um, but strikers will always get judged in their goals. Wingers will always get judged in their final contribution and numbers. But I think Abada can mm. be proud. His numbers here for Celtic. I was going to say on a purely numbers basis, Gordon. Mm. And if we're talking about for for players, the grass is not always greener. What about? In terms of the grass might not always be greener in terms of a badder's replacement. You could chuck you could chuck a good few million quid at a winger who doesn't give you the return he does, surely. Hundred percent. And I think a badder my argument is I think a badder will get better and better. He's twenty one years of age, twenty two this year. Um he's learning all the time. He must be a little bit frustrated, of course, every player is, you you know. If you play in a team of Celtic's quality and you see what's getting picked in front of you, you're coming on. But as a substitute, especially in the Celtic team, you're a very important player to Postacoglu because you go in there to change the game, you go in there to score more goals or whatever it may be, and that tends to happen. I I think Abada will get better and better with more game time. Um, you know, a bit, you know, maturing into being a you know, a professional footballer, 22, 23, 24, and he's worth maybe more. I don't know, but I remember sh- he plays, he doesn't just play off a wide area as well. He's, he's you know, been the, the pinpoint of the attack sometimes as well. So that for a young man can't be easy. Would you see, say, James Forrest going doing that? Would you even see Jota playing up front on his own? I don't think you would. It takes a certain player to understand those positions. He's one of them. Thank you, John. All about opinions, as the old saying goes. 0141951125. We'll get you a teaser. We'll get you the inside track on one of Scotland's latest call-ups as well. And anything else you've got for us. In fact, I'll definitely play you those um, quite scathing comments uh, from John Carver, the Scotland coach. We'll do that next. Taking your calls on Scottish football. 0141951125. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Got a full time teaser for Mark Wilson and Gordon DL. And by the way, you can send them in to fulltime at Clyde1.com. Danny has sent this in. 
So thank you to Danny All the way from Barrow and Furness Has sent it in Wants to know if you can name The 10 most recent Ex-Rangers players To score a hat-trick for the club Okay So the 10 Let me finish The 10 most recent Ex-Rangers players To score a hat-trick For the club Defoe um, well, Danny's getting me very worried Because Defoe's not on the list But he definitely did didn't he mm, Sakala then Is he an ex-Rangers player is he Oh ex sorry Come on. Boyd Must have scored yes. a hat-trick yes. He scored five didn't he um, um, Kenny Miller Yep Yep And one more guess Naismith No Lafferty No One more guess from you Mark um, I'll go Purcell No Alright Yelvich. Uh, no, that's enough uh, Fulltime at Clyde1.com That's where Danny sent his question in uh, So it's fulltime at Clyde1.com I think that's a fairly straightforward one for you uh, Tonight We'll try and work through the answers And if you've got any ideas Get your thinking caps on And send them over to me And we'll take a look Even if it's just an idea You know, that would be Black one, one. I'm just turning your mic off I'm not accepting any answers at the moment The foe is one, right? So I don't I don't know why Danny Or how Danny managed to To miss that off But um, There we go uh, Right keep your calls coming in Going to get some interesting stuff From the Scotland camp Very soon Let's take one more from Peter though Who is on the line Peter how are you? Very well thank you Gordon And hello Gordon Gordon and Mark Thank, thank you for having me on the show Pleasure Peter What made you call then? Is it this uh, Abada discussion? Yeah, I, I, you know, I, I really, you know, I, I can see points with both Celtic fans who were phoning in. One was more in the the Abada camp, somebody else more in the, the Maida camp. My my point is that basically the two they do two different jobs. Um, Maida starts the game, comes on in the first half, and basically what he does is he runs defences ragged. The guy's just a machine. And you know, when I first seen Maida, I thought, oh, I don't know. Maybe likes a little bit of finesse. And then I thought, okay, what's going on here? What's Andrew doing? And I thought, I know what he's doing. He's running defences ragged because anyone who's played football knows that no matter what level you play at, the second half, the, the game slows down. So I'm just putting my head on for the first 60 minutes to absolutely run the defence ragged. And then for the last 30 minutes, they see Abada coming on, they think, oh my God, you know, what are we going to do now? So basically they're doing two different jobs. Um, I love I love both players. I, I think Maida, by the way, is absolutely indispensable. If Maida wasn't there to, to run those defences ragged, I really don't know who would. So I think he's very, very important. No, yeah. I think Abada is very, very important. However, I think Abada is more replaceable than Maida. And I think that if you got ten million for him, I don't want to see a bad go. I'd rather he stayed and helped us to win whatever in the next few years. But I, I just think they do two different jobs. That's my point. Yeah, to be fair, Mark, that's just something that, that sort of happened because we were talking about a There wasn't necessarily an intention to make people choose between a and and Maeda. I think it's just something that callers brought up, and Peter is is given his take on it. So. I, I agree. I, I agree with everything that Peter said there. Um, I, I think both served their roles particularly well. Uh, Maeda, uh, got to say, if I'm a if I'm right back starting the game against Maeda, I would hate it because the amount of runs he makes in behind, the times he doesn't get the ball, is the times that 
as a fullback, marking them. You're you're tired, you know, constantly having to chase them and watch over your shoulder, and then come later on in the game, switches and maybe Jota will trod over there, and and he's got the skill to drop your shoulder. So Ange Postecoglou very clever how he uses his players, and I'm sure all his players will know that. I'm sure all all his players will know their particular role that they serve in the team. Um, but it doesn't mean they wouldn't be frustrated if they're still sitting on the bench. You know, they, you can understand your role, but still be frustrated that you want to play and start every game. That's that's allowed also. Um, so, you know, Abada, I'm with Peter. I hope Abada does stay. I hope he does develop. I hope he, he gets better in the Champions League and the European stage. And then if he wants to move on further down the line, then so be it. Postacoglu gives me the impression he's got it down to fine art in the sense of you're right Mark if you're a substitute week in week out mostly you do get frustrated especially when you're coming on and contributing but I think his man management's got the subs feeling like they're such a massive part of the team and that's good management i.e. right when he makes his substitutions mm-hmm. the three come on nine out of ten Gordon they're scoring goals creating goals Changing games The, game, the game's games. also changed a bit as well Hasn't it Because when we talk about Sub appearances Lillabada doesn't come on For two minutes At the end of the games yeah. Really you So know. he plays a big part in it And I think he makes The subs feel So so important Yes You do get frustrated Because you want to start the game Of course you do But if you've got a manager that's, That you're sitting there Saying right Okay I've got a massive part To play in this today Because it is a squad game now It's not just the start of 11 And gone are the days Of maybe two subs But you can influence That game going on And usually As I say 9 out of 10 Celtic do that With their subs The minute they put them on There's a massive impact They go on and they score goals They create goals They, they up the tempo Of the game If it needs be uh, they put the game out of sight So that's why they've been successful And I think that's down to man management And I think that's keeping mm. that squad happy And the rotation is obviously shooting them but Ultimately Peter if, if those reports are true If he's not that keen on a, a long extension He's still got time left in his contract anyway Would you be happy to just take a good price In, in the summer and, and move on? I think you've got to be realistic That you know, There's a lot going on behind the scenes with agents You, you, you never really know what's going on um, Bought for three million. If you get ten million, yeah, you've got to be happy. But I'd like to keep him. Can I just say a quick word to uh, Gordon? Of course. Uh, Gordon, I'm, I, I live down south, but I come from Motherwell. Do and, you, Peter? Uh, I'm, I'm, a co- I'm a couple of years older than you, but I played many times at the Calder Park against Jervison. Oh, and yeah, I, I played scored, with Jervy. I scored quite a few goals against them. By the way, I'm just <laughs> a couple. Of, you were the, you, you were a couple of years behind me, but you might know a couple of other guys that I played against. I just thought I'd say hi. You know. Ah, uh, hi, Peter. Yes, I started my career in the Calder Park. I often go back and just stand there and and look down that right <laughs> wing where I used to tear up the 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 ash the ashy park. It's still there, Peter. I'm sure you do. No I don't know No I was going to say <laughs> If you see Gordon Dale standing Staring around any park Just give me a call And we'll, we'll send Mark Wilson To pick him up Thank you Peter uh, On the line uh, Take one more guess each On this teaser Looking for The 10 most recent Ex-Rangers players To score a hat-trick For the club You've given me Defoe, Boyd and Miller Wycorn Yes Mark Novo No He is not on there Novo. So we'll leave it there for now We'll try and get them before at the end of the show As you heard on Beat the Pundit There have been two players called in to 
at the Scotland squad today Now it goes without saying As this week goes on We'll build up a bit more But I know that lots of you Still want to talk your club football Early in the week So uh, Anthony Ralston of Celtic Who everyone knows And Dominic Hyam of Blackburn Is quite an interesting one Because the defensive picture Looking a bit different at the moment You know you think John Suter's obviously Not in at the moment Coming back to fitness And there's no Scott McKenna In there either And it's an area that's had to to chop and change a little bit And uh, Jack Henry dropped out injured So Dominic Hyam uh, has come into the squad He used to play for Coventry He's now at Blackburn uh, And I know it's not an overly familiar name So we thought we would try and get you the inside track Just in case you are wondering who he is What his story is What his strengths are if you like So I caught up just before we come on air uh, With Rich Sharp Who's the Blackburn reporter at the Lancashire Telegraph uh, And he's going to tell you everything you need to know um, I think it was a bit of a surprise t- to me and quite a lot of Rovers fans that he wasn't named in the initial squad. Uh, I think particularly when we saw, you know, there's a couple of injuries in the squad, we thought that um, he'd probably get the call up. Um, but yeah, no, no real surprise and richly deserved. I don't think you'd find any Rovers fan surprised about the, the decision to call up Don ha- Don Hyam, who who really has been not just one of the standout performers for Rovers, but uh, but really in the Championship ever since his, uh, his sign this season and also when he was at Coventry. What in particular then has caught your eye? How would you maybe describe his, his playing style? We obviously know that the position, is he, is he particularly is he particularly physical, particularly good on the ball, a good blend? You know, what, what would you describe him like? I think the best way to describe him is, is that you don't recognise him. Um, he, he goes through games, you know, so comfortably. Um, he's really dependable. I'm one of those who's probably not, you know, not got the credit he deserves in some ways because, you know, he's been so consistent with his performances. Um, you look at him and he's not the biggest, he's not the quickest. He, he, you know, he doesn't play 50-yard raking passes, but he does all of that competently. And I think he knows his game so well. Uh, he's played at the Championship for, for a number of years now. Uh, and I think he's he's robust in the way that he very rarely misses games, which in the championship it's one of the most intense leagues going. So that's that's a great um, a great attribute to have. So I think it's just the all round package that he brings, and just you know the consistency of his performances, and also just how assured he is in uh, in everything that he does. Yeah, I mean, you of course will remember Grant Hanley, I'm sure, who now plays at Norwich um, I'm, Forgive me, I'm not an expert on the fixtures I can't remember if you've seen Ryan Porteous of Watford up close and personal yet um, But in terms of those type of guys being competition, if you like You feel like Dom Hyam can you know, hold his own in, in, in that company And, and maybe even you know, force his way into the starting team for Steve Clark. Yeah, well, well, Porteous was one that Rovers tried to sign in January. Um, they, they bid for him in January. Obviously, they signed Hyam the previous summer, so they could have well ended up with a situation where moving forward, Rovers' defensive partnership could have been Porteous and Hyam. Uh, obviously, Porteous has still gone to Watford, who he played against Rovers um, in February. And obviously, Hanley's well well known to Rovers fans. But I think if you look across the Championship, there's not been many more consistent performers than Hyam. So that that was why when I saw, obviously, you know, Scott McKenna made that step up to play in the Premier League. Obviously, John Souter as well was somebody else that Rovers went after, mm. uh, not in the squad as well. So I certainly think when you were looking down the names, I think that's why I was probably expecting him to be called up because of, you know, the competition that he was up against and obviously thought he could um, could get in ahead of some of them. But obviously, he's got his opportunity now uh, and it's a, it's a real chance to impress. And I think... 
something that's worth stressing as well is he really wanted to play for Scotland. He, he mentioned it in his first press conference when he first signed for Rovers that it was something he was international aspirations was something he really held having you know played under 21s football and had a bit of a, a sniff of that but I think it was something he was he was really after so I'm sure he'll be delighted it's probably cut short his international break because the Rovers players have been given some days off to uh, to go away but I'm sure he didn't mind cutting that short to uh, to go and get the call up but no I, from my point of view I'd certainly expect him to be in amongst it but I know international managers you know quite like to favour people who've been in amongst it for for a while, so I certainly don't think Dom will be going, you know, there expecting to play every minute of every game, but but equally he'll back his ability that he thinks he can try and force his way in there. Yeah, that's true. That is a very Steve Clark thing to do. Um, in terms of whether I don't know what you'd call it, maybe temperament or that that sort of thing, would you have any any concerns? You think he'll be able to handle the the pressure? I suppose the expectation of just stepping in there at a, a big game, maybe at hand, and the weight of the nation on the shoulders. That's obviously where international football differs a little. But is he the right the right type of character? Yeah, he, he, that's it's all well and good me saying you know he's calm and assured. This is playing you know regular championship football that he's been doing for a few years now. You thrust him into a different scenario, and and could all that change? But he's certainly a level-headed guy. He's not somebody who you know be getting carried away with you know getting called up for the Scotland squad he'll certainly want more and obviously he's, he's, um, he's part of the leadership group at Rovers he's captain the side as, as well so he's assumed a leadership role there I know at Coventry as well he was a, a big figure around the club he's, he's a well-liked lad he's, you know he's not somebody who's going to be brash or, or anything like that you know going in there and really trying to stamp his authority I think he'll just be, become part of the group fairly quickly and it'll be interesting to see how he goes like you said it's um the calm persona that he has I'd expect him to, to play with that if he does get his opportunity but it would be a step up particularly if, if he gets um, gets involved in the Spain game to anything he's, uh, he's played in before but um, like I said his, his character is certainly one that you'd expect for him to to take it all in his stride Brilliant Rich thank you very much we appreciate your time there you are Mark Wilson Never let it be said We don't provide a service Everything you needed to know Incredible. About Dominic Hayam Very for Rich I um, hope he's not his Dom's agent Yeah You know Not, not the, the quickest Not the quickest No he says he does He does all those things Competently That's why you didn't get picked You want your, you want your defenders To go under the radar No <laughs> Just do a steady Rich job Rich absolutely Sold on the nonsense. <laughs> nonsense yeah. I, like, I suppose in serious terms um, Born and lookers By the way Just in case you want A bit more background Um a Fife boy um, How old is he? 27 um, Played a lot of championship football now Yeah with, with likes of Coventry Blackburn And like I sort of said in there Speaking to Rich Gordon he's, Right now he's operating at a similar level To, to mm-hmm. Grant Hanley If you were a championship fan um, You know of, of that league You would probably say he's having a, a better season than Grant Hanley Grant Hanley's got the The experience if you like And we know that mm-hmm. Steve Clark likes to sort of reward loyalty But you never know Dominic Hayam might go from being a fairly unknown name to people north of the border to try and stop Spain in a few days yeah, time yeah given the opportunity remember the night we stood and Portis was named in, mm-hmm. in the, the Scotland 11 and he was absolutely brilliant he rose to the occasion uh, he could be the same Gordon I don't think he'll start this Ivers game but he'll be a big part of the squad and uh, I've called upon at 27 that's why I asked his age He's played in that league Bags of experience Can he take a step up And handle international scene That's what we've got to see But You know A boy will be delighted That he's in the squad And being a part of it 
Yeah, no, I would echo that, and I wish him well. Um, I mean, I don't know how much game time he'll get, but I think when he's playing in that league, hugely competitive, Blackburn having a decent season, fifth, so that tells its story. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know, you come up against a lot of physical players in that league. If you're a defender and holding your own in there, you've got to be decent, so. Looking forward to see him if he gets a shout. Absolutely. Uh, let's see if you've given us any more on this teaser. We're looking for the 10 most recent ex Rangers players to score a hat trick for the club. So Defoe, Boyd, Miller, and Waghorn. Those were the ones you gave me previously. Have you added anything else to it? I'm going to shout for Nicky Clark. It is a wonderful shout. Well done. Well done. A league game in 2013, I believe. De Boer? No. I think you're going too far by. I Am think. I? Yeah. yeah. Um, when does one? He is well done. We'll try and get the rest of the answers next. Number one for football in Glasgow and the West. Oh one four one nine five one one zero two five. Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Mark Wilson and Gordon DL are here. It's oh one four one nine five one. 1025 How are you faring on this teaser? We're looking for the 10 most recent ex-Rangers players Who scored a hat-trick for the club Defoe, Boyd, Miller Waghorn, Clark, Windass That's 6 I'm going Lee McCulloch You should go Lee McCulloch Well done I'm on fire with this yeah, I'm going to leave it to Mark, you I'm not really up No, well, Let's Rangers. see what Mark can bring us Hat-trick uh, Go down McCoy's dear. Alan McCoy signings yeah. uh, Fraser Eard No 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 um, Kevin Kyle No You you, you step out <laughs> Right um, Joe Garner Oh Whoever's on the text tonight Is doing well, a wonderful well, job Mark Well Mark will tell you we'll That phone has not moved We'll leave it there There's two to get We'll get them before the end of the show Whilst we're on the topic of rhyming <laughs> off Have uh, you only got one to get? No I've got one Whilst we're on the topic of rhyming off Um Forgotten figures of Scottish football, right? I, honestly, Mark, I, I'm gonna, st- I'm starting my campaign on your behalf. Why? I've, I'm, I'm digging through the list of these Celtic legends that have been asked oh, to play in this no. game at the expense <laughs> of you. Whoever told me that it was all that they were trying to get younger players involved has lied. Harold Bratback, who did. You know, memorable things at Celtic. He's fifty-two, right? Mm. He's had the nod. <laughs> You're no playing. Is he Mark, the pilot? He's the pilot. <laughs> he's he's <laughs> flying himself in. Maybe there's only room for one mark because Crossass is playing. You must have played about three times call. the number of Celtic games. Oh, but they've went for the looks here. Crossass was a good-looking guy. They've went for a certain oh, yeah, type. I think, yeah, I think you've been a bit hard. Oh, you've been hard done by. Yeah, just can't get stripped the fam. Just been over. <laughs> Hey, we Johnny Clara will be pitching up there. <laughs> I've been overlooked. <laughs> yeah, obviously, there are, people yeah. on the, there are people in this team who have no Celtic appearances. <laughs> no, <laughs> like zero. And you've, Hold you've on, it's, a, uh, it's, it's labelled as a Celtic legends game. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not sure you're one of them either, right? Like, no, you know, we no, can no say I'm not to be. But you, I think you, I still think you've been hard done by. To be fair, you, uh, listen, legend. You know the mixed days are in before you. I think I think you've been hard done by. Well, that's, that's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> well, they would certainly deserve it. They there are, are legends, people, but there are people I that work in the pie stall at Celtic Park <laughs> that are playing in this game. He's played before. Pete is in the number ten role, just off the striker, ah, and you well, are in here with us. Listen, if, if anybody drops it injured, you know the number. You one four one nine five one. Too late. Ah, when they go. 
out of principle. Nah, I'm not going, even if they ask me. Aye, aye. The number just anyway. in case. I, I would <laughs> love somebody to phone him up tonight and ask him oh, to go. I forgot. Anyway, uh, let's. I'm going to play this because I just think I'm very interested in the comments, the strength of the the comment. I'm not sure it's the type of thing that fans. I don't know if fans care that much about where Scotland train, right? But I, I do still think this is quite interesting. So generally, for the last few years, they've been based at Orium. They can stay at Orium. There's the hotel. They train there. They do their media there. And they'll obviously come through to Glasgow maybe the night before the game or for whatever the games are. But they've now been training today at Lesser Hamden in the new pitch there that, that Queen's Park are building. Um, and John Carver, Scotland coach, was... On media duties today And he had a real pop at Orium And said it was a safety hazard Which is quite remarkable um, And he says they've moved now to Lesser Hamden Where the surface is a Premier League standard Facility that we've trained on this morning Inside the dressing rooms I don't know if you guys have seen it Is amazing But the amount of people That have done so much hard work behind the scenes Again is incredible Considering it's Queen's Park's facility The surface And I'll give you a great example the surface is Premier League standard, right? We haven't had one player slip on the surface this morning. With all due respect, again, to Orium, the surface there, for me, it was a safety hazard. It was a health risk. And I'm surprised we didn't get any really serious injuries from it, especially the pace and the tempo that these guys were playing at and are playing at now. And it was a big concern, it was a huge concern. Any players raised concerns about it? Yeah, nearly every one of them. And we've seen it, we've seen it. So we were having to curtail the training sometimes because, you know, they're very competitive. And we were having to say, look, just take it easy, take, you know. And certain sessions you did, shooting sessions, defending, very, very difficult. I do love when people say that, with all due respect to Orium, mm. or with no offence to Never Orium, it was a health hazard and a safety risk or whatever it was. Wow. Yeah, none taken. It's a bit strong. It was a bit strong in both ways, a bit strong against the Orium and saying it was a health hazard and a bit strong in saying that the, the outstanding work that's went in has, has made this facility uh, you know, oh, look, for, for what it's worth it might, time, like, might be. the strength of language fine but look there are, there are obvious, obviously concerns there, mm-hmm. are, there is an obvious desire there amongst the coaching staff and what we're led to believe certain players or a lot of players that they they wanted a better training surface right? so, that, so mm-hmm. maybe the ball does go into Orium's court and that Regard, are there plans to upgrade it at any point? I know there are logistical issues with the hotel. Um, for instance, it can be it can be full, it can be booked, and then Scotland, like right now, for instance, are staying in Glasgow because they can't get into the hotel at Orium. Scotland Rugby use it, Hearts obviously use it. Um, mm. There's a lot going on there. So, um, but it was just very strong. The, the I, I'm quite surprised you went down that, that road, Gordon. Yeah, you can, behind closed doors, you're not happy with some training facilities. You can, like, they've went to Lesser Hamden, delighted with that. Why not just come out and say, look, we've had a great day today, the facilities here are brilliant, X, Y, and Z. You don't really need to go. I, I thought he was a bit over the top with Orium. Okay, he, he would. I'm sure just say, well, just being honest, that's yeah, the way we felt. That's uh, the way the. What do you mean? That, you yeah, know, but, how's it over the top then? Put, puts the Orium in a position when they've got future bookings to consider. The teams listening to that and thinking, well, will we take our team there to the Orium? Well, I've, I've heard it's a, a health risk to the players. So, no, let's go elsewhere. Interesting because Harps currently do train there yeah. on a different pitch, it should be said. Mm-hmm. But also, the logic would follow that the Scotland pitch at Orium, which, you know, there is, they've got their kind of private pitch there. 
Well, you would imagine that would be the best of, of the not. pitches. Um, but look, it's obviously not. They're ob- obviously the the players aren't enjoying it the way they should. And like I say, there are other issues with the um, with the, the certain logistics about the facility. So whether we see that as being a permanent move to Glasgow now or not, will only time will tell. Well, I, I don't know if they'll be welcome back to the Orem well, I mean, there'll be contractual I'm, obligations, I guess. Yeah, I can't remember at what stage that contract comes look, to an if, end. If, if I'm sticking up with them, uh, I've been to both. Um, unless they're Hamden, obviously. Looks incredible. Yeah. I must yeah. say, the surface looks unbelievable. Yeah. But then again, it shows you how much layman like me know, because I've stood sort of on the periphery of the pitch, Orium, and it looks good. Again, Did you slip? Did you go over? I guess once you're, once you're I, on I, it and you're I, I operating at the level. Plus, it's a bit open at the Orium, isn't it? It's a bit open for me. I, I think the lesser Hamden gives you that surrounding, gives you that. Privacy in there. It's it's a um, nice stadium. I, I mean, the pitch itself, Orium's like fenced off. But I guess there are other, you know, within in the hotel, there are a lot of people moving around yeah. and mm. students at, at Harriet Watt and so on. Um, I, I like the idea of us being back in Glasgow in the shadow of the stadium, where it's quite easy if you want to actually just walk over to the stadium to run through anything you can. But the facilities at Lesser Hamden just weren't up to scratch for years and years. But now they're there. I think it's right that we use them. The whole thing about the, the staying, that, that should have been where the team stays. I think that should have been sorted years ago. Moving from, what was that, Marhall, Cameron House, Orium, now well, like it's back. I think the idea of Orium is that you, you, you would you would stay on yeah. site, but you know, if there's Scotland rugby are in there at times, Scotland women's rugby in there at times, you've got you know, a lot going on. I think that's, that's the difficulty. Yeah, but hopefully we get a settled base where we can use Lesser Hamden, get a settled place for the players to stay. Everybody's happy with it, and it's in the shadow of the national stadium. I think it's the right call. I don't think they, mm. don't think they owe him well right enough. Uh, Ryan says he's going to that game on Saturday. There's a couple of spare seats in the bus, but you will be judged if you turn up with your boots to the charity game. Uh, right. it on Saturday. Right, it's quickly, still time. Quickly. <laughs> Couple more then. I've got, I've got Patrick one, scorers, I've, I've Rangers, ex players. I've got one. Quick. Jason Cummings. Brilliant in the Scottish Cup. Well done. Well done. I'm struggling Is for the last out? one. Yeah. I'm, I've one to go. It, yeah, it? one to go. I've given everything here. Okay. Uh, he also played for Hibs and Comarnock. Um, oh, got it. Got it. Steady on. Nearly bust my eardrums there. Go on then. I'll play the music so I can go to high. Can you? It, His father's a famous manager. Correct. Just answer the question, cool. man. Dean Shields. Dean Shields. Well oh, I done. Never have got that. Thank you, Mark and Gordon. Thank you for listening. We are back tomorrow with Marvin Bartley and Simon Donnelly, and Callum Gallagher is up next. <laughs>